This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. All right, Peter Kessler is a golf historian, an award-winning broadcaster, and the guy that I go to after major championships to dissect the major. It's a pleasure to welcome Peter Kessler back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Peter? I am so glad to be with you. You're the only guy I know who lives close enough to Augusta National who can hit shots from his backyard into the first fairway at Augusta National. And I go, Where, what's going on now? You can do, it's my opinion, you can do anything there once. Hard to do it a, se- <laughs> hard to do it a second time, but you can do anything once. Um, yeah, well, that's the story of your life. How are you, Fred? I'm good. I'm good. Speaking of once, okay, Dustin Johnson, yeah. number one player in the world. Did the best player win the Masters? Yes. I am so glad to say that, finally. I have been very firm in my view that from the end of Tiger's reign, really, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, maybe when he won the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, that we have not had a great player or someone right on the cusp, not Rory, not Brooks, not DJ, not anybody. And that has really reduced my appreciation for the game over the last several years because I think they're all a bunch of inconsistent plonkers. But this is different now because, what does he have, 22, 23 wins Five. in total? He's got 25. He 25 wins, excuse me. That's right, because he's, he's had this year. So you got now. You all of a sudden you're at 25. So now you can look over at the ledger and go, "What's happening with the majors?" You go, "Oh, he's won a U.S. Open and he won a Masters, and he won it in a very particular and special and unique way." In my view, first of all, he won wire to wire. Mm-hmm. Now I've never won a major, but everybody who's won one said that's pretty much the hardest thing to do is to start in front and stay there, but and they all always all say, but I would rather start in front and have to stay there. So that was one thing. You know, the the other one was the judicious way in which he worked his way around the golf course. The exact opposite of the Bryson DeChambeau phenomenon of no matter what the hole is, I'm going to hit this as hard as I can and as far as I can, no matter what the golf course, no matter what the trouble that's not a consistent winning strategy. Dustin Johnson mixed up the clubs off the tee. Dustin Johnson carried a seven wood. I remember when Ray Floyd won in 1976, then then with 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 a record score, that he had gotten a five wood to hit the par fives and two. Imagine you know, now yep. now Dustin Johnson has less than five iron, but okay, that's what it was at the time. And so Ray Floyd used his five wood every chance he got, you know, and he won, and he won by a ton, and it was the, the best tournament of his career, but it was smart. Lee Trevino carried a six wood for a while. That was part of the influence for me to create the hybrid 20 years ago was that six wood. That was something that was in my mind, you know, when I was going through the process. And I talked to Trevino about what I was doing, and I showed him, the hybrid after I it completed, you know, its design, and he said, "Right, this is this is it." He said, "This is after the six wood, right?" You, for recreational players, sure, you definitely want this in your bag. So, I thought his judicious mix of club selection, 
was fantastic. You know, because it was soft, because there was no fairway roll, it played a little bit longer, obviously, than it would in April if it was fast and fiery. And the conditions this week could have been firmer. I mean, you could have had lower temperatures. Everything could have firmed up, but it didn't. This is what it was. So this is the course that everybody had to play. And I just think he did a better job of navigating himself around than anybody in the field. I think he has tightened everything up. I think he has figured out a way to be relaxed without being, whoa, man. I think he's figured out a way to be relaxed, but think clearly and with great common sense and without emotion while remaining physically relaxed. And for him, I have felt that was the key he's been missing is to put the ingredients together in the whole package, which allows the talent to come out without him getting in his own way. But with two majors and 25 wins, now he's got my full attention. And if he'll just do a couple of more cool things, like definitely another major or two, then this is a great player because the standards of greatness have changed since 2008 when Tiger won his last U.S. Open. And now it takes more wins to be able to be deemed a great player. And you have to pile up the majors with it. And I think he's going to do it. I was really impressed. We're talking with uh, Peter Kessler here on the Augusta Golf Show. To that point, Peter, and I think it's a stat that gets often quoted, but I think rarely appreciated. Dustin's won at least a golf tournament over the last 14 years. I mean, this is there's longevity in all of this, too. Well, that's right. You know, and if you think uh some of the some of the fellows who've done things like that, you know, and Jack and Arnold and Billy Casper all won 17 years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. So even picking up one a year, now they did better than that, obviously. Right. But Dustin's now on his way, and then he's not done. But if you can pick up a victory a year, that says something meaningful. When now you're in double digit number of years to do so, I. There's a consistency to that in the sense that at least once a year or twice a year, he found the game that allowed him to close. Now, you know, if you think of, say, Phil Mickelson's record, that's actually the story of his whole career (laughs) is that he had one or two good weeks for the year. And that was the year. It was ever since 1991, literally one or two good weeks. I never led the money list, never had the most wins, never number one player in the world because he was consistent on an annual basis briefly. But when you start to add the kinds of things that Dustin just added, it it makes it a more meaningful statistic. It's, you know, it means you're, you're continuing to work hard. And in his case, I think he's a late bloomer because of the difficulty for him to put all of the bits together as he did this last week, the psychological, the mental, the physical, the decision-making, the common sense, uh, the the, the great putting, uh, the not getting flustered when he made a pair of bogeys early in the final round to reduce his lead to one. And And then, you know, really to me, the shot of the tournament was when he hit it step on six. I mean, that thing's smaller than your bathtub, the area where he hit that ball. It's so hard. And I love that the fans weren't behind the greens because if it had got another five yards, you'd have had 50 yards back up, and then you're making five or six. So 
I just I thought that was the shot of the tournament, and I thought that steadied the ship internally for him and allowed him to, to, to breathe normally. So I was super-duper impressed with that on Sunday because he had his feet held to the flame briefly, and he handled it. Let me ask you about a couple of other players here before I let you go. Just some ancillary stories from the week. Bernhard Langer beating Bryson DeChambeau. Does that say more about Bernhard or more about Bryson? It says a lot about everybody. I mean, you know, it shows that Bryson hasn't figured out what what Dustin figured out and, and implemented this weekend. The, the judicious mix. You know, remember, you know, you know this as well or better than I do, that, you know, when Jack Nicholas was winning his major championships, he hit more three woods than drivers. You know, Hogan hit more three woods than drivers. They were just trying to put the ball in position off the tee. And so Dustin did that. Bryson didn't care where it ended up, but that was not a good plan. Bernhard Longer is one of the phenomenons of all time. The only thing that I don't understand about Bernhard, given what he's done for his whole career for like 50 years now, is that he didn't have more majors on you know real the real majors not 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 the senior majors and you know with that game I mean I'm so surprised he didn't win a U.S. Open or a PGA champ would been right up his alley guys and this and that swing is fast too I mean he may be methodical and, and figuring things out he's German he's got the Teutonic heritage he takes his time he's a little like Nicholas in that sense and uh, but yet. You know, once he lets it go, he lets it go, and uh, and 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 he and he hit more greens than Bryson on the Sunday. He had no three putts, and Bryson had three, and that's how you end up with a differential, a couple of shots against a guy who's hitting at a hundred yards farther than you are, but with a dose of stupid, and uh, which which keeps Bryson from becoming the player yet that he's capable of being. You know, wing foot worked out because there were a bunch of guys who hit it where he hit it off the tee in terms of length. But he left it in the right places. And from 150 and in at wing foot, he was the best player. Forget the driving. From 150 in, that's where he won the golf tournament. And and this last week, from the tee, is where he didn't let himself get into the tournament so he could play well from 150 and in. But you know, Bernhard wears the same size pants that he did when he was 20 years old. It's just the most amazing thing to think that he played in a major with Gene Sarazen. Gene Sarazen was born in 1902. Longer played with Sarazen, was born in 1902. And there was another guy in this field who was born in 2002. So, you know, 100 years apart, Bernhard playing with two other guys who were born 100 years apart, and Bernhard's still being competitive. So, I'm always impressed with him. He is Peter Kessler, and it's always great of him to join us after a major championship to um, to dissect what we just saw. Peter, I always I always appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time to do this. It's a great pleasure, my friend.